Seriously, Stanley, for a watermelon, you get into trouble way more often than you should. It's podcast time. Group all group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Chowder. Hi, welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about Adventure Time from the beginning all the way through the end. How you doing, Matt? I am awesome. How are you? I'm mighty fine. How was your day? It was pretty good. It was a little busy. I'm tired, but I'm super excited to be here to talk about this episode. How about you? How was your day? My day was pretty good. I just got back from a week in New England, and we live in Washington State, visiting some friends and family. It was pretty nice. Good. What was your favorite part about your trip? Uh, Talking about Gravity Falls with my nephew, because I am such a man child. (laughs) We're talking about who our favorite characters are. And that's why I love you. I love you, too. Ah, yeah. When I was in New England, I had chowder. Chowder. Had lots of chowder. Was it delicious? To the max. What else did you have? So, anytime I visit someplace, I have to get foods that you can only get there, gain 15 pounds, and then come back looking as attractive as ever. Mm-hmm. That's how you play. Oh, and this is a very special episode, boys and girls. Because we got our first listener feedback, and at the end of the episode, we are going to read some of these comments. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, We have three people to share, or three feedbacks. (laughs) We have three feedbackers. Yeah, feedbacker stuff. So we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 6, The Jiggler, directed by Larry Lich-Latira and Patrick McCaleb, written and storyboarded by Luther McLaurin and Armin Mirzea. Those are some new names to me. I know, right? They're like hard to say, too. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, Not one bit. Air date was April 19, 2010, and there are 2.1 million viewers. Yeah, it was a consistent 2 point something million, these first these first bunch of episodes. Yeah, the last one was because they aired on the same date, so they say like the same numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that two of them aired at a time. So... Should we talk about the episode? Let's talk about the episode. Season Um, 1, episode 6, The Jiggler. So we open up with Finn and Jake walking through the forest. You can see them covered in burns, and they're walking away from this, like, burning township. Finn's backpack is full of fruit and flaming sausage links. And he's freestyling a song about babies and his voice is super auto-tuned and jake's like how are you singing like that finn replies well dude don't you remember when i swallowed that small computer yeah oh and also this is the first musical number in adventure time which is awesome we love the musical numbers oh yeah i wish they'd released a cd i don't know why they haven't yet they just released the first soundtrack sort of thing ever for the show, and it's just the score for the last episode of the series. But I want to hear, like, all the sing-songy songs on one CD. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I know one of the things that you did when we were dating um, was you sang a song from Adventure Time that I totally loved. And when we get to that episode, you're going to have to do it on the Oh, absolutely. The I'm kind of hoping to, maybe a couple of times, I'm not going to do it every episode, but play a couple of songs from the show on the ukulele. Yeah, you're really good at that. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So they plop the fruit down in front of a tiny house, and we find out that the watermelon's name is Stanley. And uh, Jake says, for a watermelon, you get into way more trouble than you should. So I guess this fruit and the sausage are sentient? 
<laughs> but yeah, it, it, they show no signs of life. No, not at all. Like I, I expected eyes to pop out, you know, like and all of a sudden become alive and be like, thanks, Finn and Drake. But they didn't. Nope, never. Not even little. So they're walking and whistling to the baby song, baby, um, which catches the attention of a little whistling thing that looks, it looks like two balls that are like hooked together with a rubber band with holes in it. Yeah, it's got a bunch of holes. Yeah, yeah, you just said the holes part. <laughs> yeah, like I have like, this little like exercise massage thing that looks exactly like it. That's like two mm-hmm. things on it. It reminds me of like the fishing bobs, but two of them connected together. But he's a sprightly little fella. Yeah, and he whistles along with the songs. And so Fen keeps talking, um, keeps singing in auto tune. And they all get really, the three of them get super excited about um, this song and about dancing. And, and oh, yeah, Finn says that he looks like two jiggly bellies stuck together and, and then, gives him the name, the Jiggler. Yeah, and Jake's like, I got two jiggly bellies. And he's like, I call it my butt. <laughs> I totally forgot about that line. Jake's too. like super obsessed with his butt. Yep. The, Jake has all the best lines in this episode. He really does. It's really funny. So they decide to take the Jiggler to the treehouse so they can wake up every morning to a little dancing guy. Yeah. And he says, dude, or Finn says, dude, this guy is a pal for life. I like that. I yeah. think that was cute. Um, yeah. They get home and Finn splits his toothbrush down the middle to share with the Jiggler. His it, toothbrush is not long. I mean, first off, Finn's missing some teeth. Okay, so we know that dental hygiene is not at the forefront of his mind, but it is really nice that he offers him this this piece of like home, if you will, by splitting it down the middle. Yeah, and this giving toothbrush it. does not look well loved. Oh, it looks too well loved. Yeah, it's a little bit past his prime. He used to go see his dentist and the Candy Kingdom, so I don't know yeah, how that so would he, work. He probably lives off candy. Oh, we'll get back to that later, actually. Yeah. So. Jake gets some music going, and they aggressively dance to the point of trashing their place. Why do you think they trash their place? I don't know. They just get wait. They get too jacked up with this dance. Yeah. And one of them throws a chair out the window like Beethoven. Um, they call it the toothbrush dance, and I feel like kids should do the toothbrush dance. Like I don't know. They, I think there'd be a lot of property damage. Well, no, but like I don't want them to destroy things. I just want them to brush their teeth. Yeah, I mean, get kids excited about brushing their teeth. Yeah, the toothbrush dance. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, so they dance into the night and the Jiggler is still pepped up, but Finn and Jake are pooped. They're super tired. Um, Finn is leaning against the wall and he's like, dance, dance. And he's like, Jake, you still awake? And he's like sound asleep on the on the ground. So I thought this was cute that Finn ends up giving the comfiest spot on the bed to the Jiggler and he lays at the foot of the bed like a dog. It was so cute. It was like, it shows how kind-hearted Finn is. Oh, yeah. Which I really liked. He's the goodliest. He is the goodliest. What's the stuff that Manish the Minotaur said about him? He's right. You're the kindliest of heart or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. So the next morning, Finn wakes up to find the Jiggler looking all sick and really tired on top of their couch. So he devises a plan to mix everything in their kitchen for the Jiggler to drink because he thinks that that'll help for some reason. Jake's like, um, he doesn't want to, to drink that goop. So Finn pulls out some grapes and said, I'll feed him some of the purple whatevers, which is really a good indicator that their lives are full of just junk food. Oh, yeah, they eat nothing but candy in the candy kingdom. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know what a grape is. But see, that's the other thing. So they just saved a group of fruit. So I wonder if they're not sure if the fruit's edible. But then again, the candy kingdoms, this is another maverick moment, 
So I wonder if we even they even know what food's good to eat and what food's not good to eat. Probably not. I imagine Finn probably has a very short lifespan. You think so? <laughs> yeah, probably. He seems to be the only non Nanon, the only non magical being in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He feeds one of the jiggers. Jigger? <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually another name for a shot glass. <laughs> Oh, nice. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. And he... knowing is half the battle. <laughs> so he feeds one of the jigglers holes. He has multiple holes in his body. And his body starts going berserk for a re- for a hot second. <laughs> like freaky deaky. All like these crazy colors and things like that. So they start drawing pictures of food trying to get a feel for what it needs to eat. Including Stanley the sentient watermelon. And the jiggler sucks the drawing right off the paper. And I think this is really funny because, um, I, fun fact, apparently he draws allegedly part of Rick and Morty, something from Rick and yeah. Morty. The hot dog from Rick and Morty is what they draw. Oh, okay. Cause I, to me, it looked like when he said he was drawing himself, it looked just like Morty from Rick and Morty. Yes, that is a fact. And this is before Rick and Morty. Three Morty years. Came. Three years before Rick and Morty yeah. came into existence. So I'm wondering if, so the guy, the creator of Rick and Morty, uh, Justin Roiland, He'd been circulating ideas for cartoons all over the place for years, and a lot of them were prototypes for Rick and Morty. And he is the voice of Lemon Grab in Adventure Time, so I assume that he already had some prior relationship with the creators of the show, and they'd seen some of his work that would later become Rick and Morty. <laughs> that, I, I could imagine that would be a thing. Yeah. Man, that guy's good at annoying voices. <laughs> Every time the Rick and Morty commercial comes up, I start cracking up. Because it's exactly it's so like obnoxious. Lemon Yeah, Lemon Grab. Um, really quick, back to the whole situation. What, I love the line that Jake says. He's like, do you think we fed the wrong hole? And in my mind, all I could think of is like an infant baby. And I'm like, said every parent everywhere when yeah. they're feeding an infant who doesn't like the food. <laughs> so Finn ends up drawing a picture of Jake to be eaten. And Jake starts freaking out and... Trying to pull the jiggler away from the drawing. Like, so, if he eats him, he's giving like him the taste of Jake and that he'll yeah. eat Jake. He keeps pulling the jiggler away from the drawing and Finn gives in, taking it away. He says, I'll eat him, meaning he'll eat Jake's, the picture of Jake. Jake says, dude, you're eat you, blah, blah, blah. Jake says, dude, you eating me is just as bad as a jiggler eating me. <laughs> so he eats himself. I taste awesome. He was, like, grumpy while he was saying it. it was <laughs> Super mopey. Great. But the Jiggler's still looking sick, so they get some music going to see if that'll make him feel better. And Jake says, go nuts like there's bugs in your butts. <laughs> the gym, Jiggler starts vomiting pink fluid out of the top of its head. Everywhere. Yep. So they're like, well, we'll just, we'll just plug up the holes. And oddly, they have collections of eye patches and glass eyes. <laughs> So they tie it all up, they plug all the holes up with these things, and it just looks like this little deformed creature that's bulging because all this fluid's trying to get out. What would you say if you had a friend who had like who had a mint eye patch collection? I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Like if Sean, with the people I've known, if Sean had a mint eye patch collection to go with his hipster top hat, I'd believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would not be surprised in the least if somebody I knew had a glass eye collection. Uh, speaking of trying to patch things up poorly, I tried fixing our toilet today and... With glue? <laughs> With glue okay. and tape. So let me paint you a picture. <laughs> toilet flushes, handle breaks, and I'm leaving for work and Matt's off work today. 
say, hey, Matt, can you please, you know, get get a hold of maintenance, get this fixed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was just a problem with the handle. So I assumed it was going to be, you know, the chain came loose and I was just going to, you know, dig in and reconnect the chain. But it done bust. <laughs> it done bust. So then what'd you do? So I didn't want to have to call the apartment maintenance guy because he's awesome. He's the ni- nicest guy in the world and he's got his work cut out for him. He's totally cool. So I wanted, love him. Yeah, Gordy. Gordy's the man. So I wanted to try to fix it myself if I could. So I'm going through the apartment trying to find ways to <laughs> basically, it's like a, the, I don't even know how to describe this stuff, but, but it was broken. And ultimately it came down to super glue and tape. I, I can't Not believe that tape. you thought that like tape would work. So I was trying to at least keep the tape there to keep all the pieces together so the super glue would dry. <laughs> so Amy contacted Gordy as I, I wanted to run some errands today. He came back and he's like, dude. This is the funniest MacGyvering I've ever seen. <laughs> you failed at MacGyvering. I failed at MacGyvering. That's okay. But I, I tried. I kind of like you still. <laughs> I'm not a handyman. <laughs> it's okay. I'm good at other things like movie trivia. That's true. All the important things. So your eye patches and glass eyes didn't quite work in fixing the toilet? No. No. And just like that, it didn't work with fixing the jiggler. So he explodes and stretches all over the house. Finn starts freaking out. And Jake's like, Finn, it's okay. Our so pet exploded. Maybe we can scrape him up. So they try pulling all of him together and coiling him up like a snake. And they squeeze him together. And he just looks all goopy. Jake's like, do you think he's dead? Finn's like, no way. I won't let you die. Not this time. Which does Question mark? Yeah. Like, what does he mean, not this time? Has the jiggler died on him before? So he gives he gives or it like to- other things before. Like, do you think that he's died? Like other things have died that they've kidnapped or brought home? Probably. It's likely. Yeah, it's likely. I mean he's a kid. This kid's seen some things. He has seen some things. So he gives the jiggler mouth to mouth and then starts smooching it. And Jake's like, Finn, stop it. What are you doing? And Finn's like, I'm kissing it. It's all I can think to do. But the Jiggler starts kissing the floor and spreading colors all over it. And ends up making this elaborate portrait of its mom and siblings. And Finn's like, we took this thing away from its mother. We're kidnappers and murderers. Jake recognizes Stanley's house in the background of the portrait and says the Jiggler must be from around there. So they set off to find the home of the Jiggler. They follow some whistling in the wooded area where Stanley's house was. And find the juggler's giant mom feeding in this pink bodily fluid to its young. So they send the jiggler walking off to her and he's walking away, walking away all sickly looking and derpy. And she doesn't recognize his scent. So she starts going berserk like he did earlier when they fed him the, the grapes. Legit crazy town. So Finn pulls him away and he's like, he doesn't get why the mom doesn't love the baby. Yeah. Like he just hasn't learned that message yet. Yeah. About like scents and... That idea that if you can smell, like, not the person or whatever. Yeah. You know, like baby birds, if they get yeah. left out of the nest, it's, like, the same thing. Same deal. But Finn thinks everything should have, like, this, you know, human sentience. So Jake and Finn save the Jiggler. And even though he looks like he's dying, and Finn just, he's just really, really, really upset. So he's like, well, why doesn't she love him? I love him. You love him. It's not fair. So he runs to her and tries to force her into taking the jiggler back. But she goes super feral, like mama bear. 
Jake pulls him off of her and realizes the Jiggler doesn't carry its mom's scent anymore because that juice that came out in the apartment or their house is it was that scent and was her essence. And so, so he's like, yo, like he needs that fluid that's in the kiddie pool of Yeah, the kiddie life. pool. The kiddie pool of life. <laughs> so kiss, uh, Finn kisses the Jiggler goodbye and yells, word to your mother. And he throws throws it to the juice pond around the mom. So it soaks up all the juice instantly and starts whistling Finn's baby song. So the mom takes him in and Finn's like, I'll never kidnap again. And Jake says, you said it. That was a nightmare. <laughs> and that's it. So the moral of the story is don't kidnap. Don't kidnap. Yep. Don't trash your house. No, like why? <laughs> I don't I don't even understand that. Yeah, Baby was the first musical number in the series. Baby. Which I totally didn't realize. I, I could have sworn that there were other songs up to this point, but there totally weren't. Mm-mm, nope. Nope, this is the first one, and we're in the sixth sixth episode in. Yeah, the songs only get better from here out. So, what did you like about the episode? So, I, of course, love that Finn, again, we see his good-hearted nature and yep. that he really has a lot of love for others. The fact that he shared his toothbrush with this unknown being was just really neat. I just, I don't know, this is a cool kid who really cares about other creatures that even don't look like him. And I don't know. Like it was just really normal for him to bring something into his home that he thought he could care for. And I think that was really cool. And I do think it's funny because there are other characters that they take in and they completely neglect later on. Like the psychic tandem war elephant or um, Neptor or even Bemo. I feel like Bemo is kind of left on the sidelines a totally lot. I totally thinking that. I can't remember. Has Bemo been introduced yet? No, Bemo has not been Holy introduced. Holy cow! Yet. Bemo hasn't been in the show yet. No, 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 no. That's wild. I didn't realize that. Eh. Well, I'm not too bummed about it. <laughs> I don't like Bemo either. <laughs> <laughs> Very unpopular opinion here. Yep. Yeah. So, what did you not like about the episode? I don't think I had it. Didn't like. All right. I liked the whole episode, not as much as I liked the other ones. I felt the story was a little weak. But at the same time, Jake did have... Okay, okay. I like this. Jake had some really great one-liners. He really did. I loved it so much. And I think he was really, really funny. And he was on point, too, with helping out Finn in this one. I was just going to say that. I think Finn would be kind of lost without him here. Agreed. I think he played a really good older brother in this episode. Yeah, he did. He 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 had all the knowledge. So what did you like about the episode? I liked... Well, for me, yeah, the strongest point in this one's the one-liners. A lot of them are from Jake. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, Finn auto-tune singing. The first time I heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I love how the simple expl- explanation for that I was... I swallowed a tiny computer. I swallowed a tiny computer. Oh, like, oh. Like, who thinks to write that in? That's okay. just great stuff. Yeah, it's so good. But what I didn't like, I guess this one is the first episode that I saw is written specifically for kids. Like, it's got some weird stuff in it, but not half as weird as the episodes before it. Yeah. So it just doesn't really stick out for me. This is, for me, I don't dislike it, but it is still the weakest episode that we've seen, mm-hmm. to me, personally. Yeah, I agree. I I have to say that it's it's not my favorite, but I do, I love the song, I have the singing in it. Yeah. I think that's great. I love Jake in it. It's still super um, memorable. It it is. It is. And not as good as the other episodes that we've seen thus far. Yeah. There's another one that on IMDb only has like a seven out of ten or something like that. It's it's funny to me how well not funny, but it's kind of strange to me how this first season it's so gets such low ratings. It's still I think the 
the show is still finding itself, which is cool. And I'm excited that we're going to be able to see more of what this this show has to offer. And I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah, there are actually I didn't realize it until recently, but there are a handful of episodes, at least that I've, I've never seen up to this point. Like there's at least maybe 15 to 20 episodes I've never seen in some of the later seasons. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get those. In five years. In five years. If we keep it ever going. Yep. So, Matt, what was your favorite line? Oh, my favorite line had to have been, and there were a few, Slam a cow. That fool looks rumped. That was so good. One of my favorites also. Totally agree. What's your favorite line? Holy fig. That's awesome. Holy fig? Yeah. I missed that one. So good. I also like it when they use the exclamation perpendicular. Perpendicular, which I totally didn't catch the first time. Another math-related exclamation. How neat is that? So it's funny how the the baby song, you know, generally, you know, you use the word baby in a song as, you know, girl or something. Mm -hmm. But this song's literally about babies. It literally (laughs) is. Um, one of the lines, pooping. yeah, it says you want to poop your pants all day. Yeah. That's just so funny. It's it's such a kid thing. I just think I it's funny. It. Do an impression of a character from this episode. Okay. Oh, you. I'm the jiggler. Oh, man. Aw. Well, you took the easy one. So I have to do either Finn or Jake because they're the two other, the, the only two no. other speaking characters in the episode. Or I could do Stanley. The silent watermelon. You could do whatever you want. I no, believe in you. No, Sam got the snail last week, so. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm doing another bad Jake. Go nuts like you got bugs on your butts. <laughs> I just made I just made the connection that, is it Joe, what's the guy's, Joe DiMaggio? Is that John a base- DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Is that a baseball player, Joe DiMaggio? I think it sounds it like a baseball player. Um, John DiMaggio also does the voice of Bender. Oh, yeah. In, a, in um, Futurama. Yep. Because I'm watching that when I go running or whatever on the swishy, swishy machine. Yeah, the first time I saw Adventure Time, I was like, hey, that's Bender's voice. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Oh, did you not know that before? Um, No, I didn't. And... Like, I did, but I didn't, like, make the connection until recently. He's voice acted in tons of things, but he's almost always doing the same voice. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I know he's been the Joker once. Really? Yeah, and that, I, if I remember right, it doesn't sound exactly like his usual voice, but still, if you're listening for it, you can tell it's him. Oh, that's cool. I like it. I like, I think it's really cool that, you know, we have these talented act- voice actors and they can even be heard across different platforms. And yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, by the way, John DiMaggio did this uh, awesome documentary on voice acting called I Know That Voice, and it's on Netflix. I oh, strongly yeah. recommend checking that out. It's very entertaining. That. It's got Tom Kenny, you know, the Ice King and SpongeBob. Yeah. Tons and tons of people. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Where is the snail? So in this episode, the waving snail shows up. Where was he? He was in the um, <laughs> the pool of liquid near the Mama Jiggler. Oh, yep. Snail Watch 2018. Snail Watch. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, over this last week, we got our first couple of reviews in online. Yeah, we're really excited about it. Yeah, so we'd love to read some of them. Our first listener feedback comes from Katie L. She says, hi, friendos. I'm honored to be your third Twitter follower, your wonderful little fledgling podcast. I'm honestly so glad I found your show this early so I can encourage you guys and tell you how great you're doing. Thanks, Katie. I don't use iTunes because the app is garbage and I 
Can't freaking use it. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. We got that. So I hope it's okay I'm writing. Yes. Of course, it's okay to write us an email. Um, so I love your show. I've been binging Adventure Time again since I heard about the bubblegum Marceline kiss. The kiss heard around the world. I was a couple seasons behind, so I decided to start the whole thing over. I just started season five, and I remembered how much I love this freaking show. And the first thing I do when I get back into a show is search Spotify to see if anyone has a podcast about it. Because my job is boring. <laughs> Matt, you know all about that. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, y'all saved my life today, even though you only have five episodes so far. I binged them all, and then I followed you on Twitter. Anyways, I love insight on shows I love. I love episodic trivia, and I love listening to adorable people talk about things they love. So your podcast is perfect for me. Also, you two are just, well, very cute. Very, very cute. I am very excited to keep listening as you venture through the seasons. Thank you, Katie. We really appreciate you. You are the best. You are pretty awesome. Yeah, I, uh... We were ecstatic when we read that. Totally. And our second review comes from Keelan on YouTube. And it's, so we have a YouTube channel too, by the way. And he says, I'm not sure if this is the official channel for this podcast, but regardless, I love it. And it is the official channel. So I put the YouTube channel together myself and it looks rough because Amy is the designer out of the two of us. She's great at website design, the thumbnails and everything. This looks like it was pieced together by a 16 year old. Well, 16-year-olds are better with technology now than I am, so. (laughs) But thank you, Keelan. Yes, that is the official channel for the podcast, and thank you for loving it. Yes, thank you so much. And then are a gem, and we love having you. We do, indeed. Lastly, Joe D. also sent us an email, and he said, I just started listening to your show today, but I've got to say that I really appreciate it. I'm pretty bummed about Adventure Time ending, and being able to relive it a little through your podcast is something that I'm going to look forward to as you guys get further and further along with the series. From Joe. Thank you so much, Joe. We appreciate it. We're excited to join you, too. Absolutely. I was pretty bummed myself about the show ending, and I'm really excited that other people are listening in and having as much fun with this as we are. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate the feedback. Keep them coming. Um, And we'll read your review on the air, too, uh, if you submit it. Yeah. If you want to leave uh, longer messages through email, um, feel free to. If we don't get around to reading all of it on air, we still absolutely love reading it ourselves and responding. Absolutely. It's a treat for us. So, Matt, anything you want to plug? So, I've got a YouTube channel called Modern Horror Show, where I review and recommend newer horror movies. And how about you? Nothing really right now. All We're, right. Um, so you can find us at oh my glob podcast at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash oh my glob podcast. We're on Twitter at you'll never believe it, oh my glob podcast. And you can check out our, our website at oh my glob podcast at wordpress.com. And we also now have a YouTube channel, as Matt said. Yeah. And you can find it at Oh my God, podcast. You know it. Shocker. Yeah, if you go to anchor.fm, they're the oh. platform that we use to publish our uh, podcast. You can leave voicemails on the app. Oh yeah, we would love to get one. That'd be rad, and we'll play it on the show. So next week, we're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 7, Ricardio the Heart Guy. Finn believes that Princess Bubblegum's new friend, a literal heart named Ricardio, voiced none other by the legendary George Takai, is evil and is proven right after learning that Ricardio is the heart of the Ice King. Ricardio reveals that he wants to, quote-unquote, make out with Bubblegum's heart. 
Awesome. I know what impression I'm doing next week. I'm super excited. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Oh My Glob Podcast. This is Amy. This is Matt. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.